Hey there, friends and foes. Good morning, Multiverse. This is Back of the Cereal Box, and we are coming to you for the first time ever live on LinkedIn. This morning, Debarty, Ivy Roman, and Melissa Stetcher are all together with me in the virtual rec room, and we are going to be talking about your favorite Saturday morning show, and we're going to do that right after this. It's like Coca-Cola, Levi's Strauss, Johnny Carson and Mickey Mouse. The first star was James Dean, Elvis Presley and he's still the king. Some things are only imitatable, you can't be that original. Friends and foes, this is Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pica. You can call me Johnny. Avengers comic books, Star Wars movies, and Saturday morning cartoons made me who I am today. And this is a pop culture podcast that celebrates the fun of the Saturday experience of our youth while navigating adulthood today. And this morning, in my bowl, is the brand new... Cinefuego Toast Crunch. I'm going to wait to open it and pour it into the bowl after our co-hosts get here. And speaking of which, let's welcome in my broadcast partner of 10 years. Yes, we're married, but not to each other. She is an incredibly talented actress, model, photographer, the incomparable Debarty. Whoop, 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 <laughs> Good morning, DBRT. How are you? I'm sleepy. Really? <laughs> As usual. Wait, how does that happen? What? That I'm sleepy? Yes. I don't understand the question. I'm sleepy. I can't answer it. <laughs> listen, listen, I had a ghost tour last night walking around the city, and it was the third this week. And my low back and hips are in so much pain. I can't sleep. I'm tossing and turning all that. I took four Tylenol, didn't touch it at all. That's not good. Mm -mm. Eight. Listen, getting older is not for the weak. But you know who is not getting older? She's only getting younger and more beautiful every day. She's going to body slam you with laughter. She's going to put your funny bone in a headlock. She is the Silver Queen, Ivy Roman. Good morning, Ivy. Good morning. I'm tired, just like D. Like what is exhausted. We're, we're so all tired right, on man. a Saturday so morning. I'm on. Listen, I'm on strike right now. I I need a break. <laughs> I need a break from everything. Uh, just not from the show because I love you guys. And, That's awesome. And. I literally have finally slept and I feel like I need more to catch up on more sleep. Right. That's what I'm saying. School started back and I'm like, I have to get up at seven every day. And I'm like, you make me get up at seven 30 on the weekend. I'm not happy about it. D D you had me crying over like the kids videos on Instagram. (laughs) Oh my God. I feel like I'm there. (laughs) 
Well, before we welcome back in our special guest, please, DBRT, because we have new viewers, new listeners every week. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl. You tell them. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a photographer. You can find me at DBRT Photo. That's all I know this morning because I'm tired. He's an amazing photographer. What's in your bowl? Coffee. What kind of coffee? Pumpkin spice. Ooh, let's get ready for Halloween. I'm super Sorry. excited about Halloween. We we got some Halloween news coming up. All right, Ivy Roman, tell everybody who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl with coffee. What's up, cereal boxers and new cereal boxers? My name is Ivy Roman, professional wrestler, comedian. My fandom is X-Men, Supergirl, and Spider-Man. And today, my bowl, we are still going at the honeycomb cereal from last week's show where I tried it in my coffee for the first time. I'm hooked, so I'm going to be munching on this while everybody else gets on here. That is fantastic. And we have only one other person to welcome. Who? The person Who? to welcome. Who? It's been a full month <gasps> since we have seen her gorgeous, sassy face. She's nerdy, curvy, and tattooed. The queen of hopeful simplicity, Melissa Stetcher. Between you and D, I'm just like, I come through here, I come through here. (laughs) Johnny. Who are you, Melissa? She's sleepy too. Nobody wants to talk yet. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, what your pop culture passion is, and what's in your bowl with a handle. I'm Melissa. Uh, I help people achieve less stress lifestyles by focusing on organizing, uh, which I get to do right after this because we launched a new reoccurring program. So I meet with people twice a month now. I'm like, oh, crack my cracker. What's in my bowl is actually, I've got my to-go cup because I've been running kid to already today, but I've got coffee because coffee, because coffee. You're welcome for the safety of the world. We drink coffee. My fandoms, uh, Gears of War, Harry Potter, and Disney are my tops. That's fantastic. Now, uh, we have some comments already. And for those of you who are just now tuning in for the first time, we are called Back of the Cereal Box because... I'm of an age that we didn't have smartphones or tablets at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. We were reading the back of the cereal box. That was our newspaper. That was our world in between cartoons, comics, kaiju, and kung fu movies. And it was our exposure to all kinds of fun pop culture that we talk about on this show today. And uh, this morning, I don't have a box. I have a bag. I have the Cinefuego Toast Crunch. It's Fuego, baby. Fuego. Um, But James Scott says, happy Saturday, party people. I think I'm the only one having a party over here. The rest of them are recovering from a slumber party. Wait, I'm having a party with this cereal right now and this coffee. I feel like a four-year-old and it feels amazing. So I love that. I love that. We're tired because we are party people and we don't get up early. We stay up late. James Scott says, I think we all need some Red Bull. No, you know what you need? Oh my gosh, you guys, I discovered 
ghost energy drinks. There, because Red Bull makes my kidneys hurt. Monster, all of that, they make me. Listen, I have natural health products for more energy and better, like managing your stress. DM me, I got you. You don't need all that Red Bull stuff on the counter. I have the organic. Organic, Johnny. Organic. Well, and and okay. that's what I'm talking about. This 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 ghost brand is all natural. It's all clean. It's I fantastic. I don't and believe it anything with a ghost. It's spooky. Well, that's why I'm tired this morning. Because I was hanging out with the ghosts last night for a Nightly Spirits Nashville ghost tour. And, um, yeah. So I was up all night. I'm a party person, too, D. I just party with the dead people. Oh, yeah. not nah, chill. I like partying with Dee and Melissa. They like to watch movies. <laughs> hey, so, I want I will not get up with you early in the morning, but I will stay up and drink with you all night. <laughs> that's why we were this is why we're together, Johnny. This is why. I was on that porch until AEMs this morning with the friends. I'm like yep. I got a bottle of my own. You have one, right? Because I don't want to share. Yep. Um, I normally so bring extra margaritas. Oh, I love margaritas. So, has anyone else tried the Cinefuego Toast Crunch? Um, I was in my local Target, and a bag was open, so I tried one. They had it at Target? Yeah. It's supposed to be online Walmart exclusive. It probably got... So maybe somebody was with it and dropped it, but it was open. Like I was like, ooh. Oh, you know what? Someone had it, probably had it with them, and they were yeah. snacking on it. They brought it into the store, and they left it by Most mistake likely. or Most on likely. purpose, depending on whether. So do you, do you guys ever remember Red Hot's cinnamon mm-hmm. discs? It tastes like Big Red with cinnamon. Yeah, that's what this smells like. It smells like a bag of Red Hot's candy, which I love. It's already opening up my sinuses. And I did a full taste test of this on the uh, on our YouTube channel uh, earlier in the week, and I just spilled it all over the rec room. Oh, <laughs> the dog is not going to be happy with me. I'm going to have to clean up all that cinnamon toast, hot fuego dust. And um, so it does. It tastes like cinnamon disc or Red Hot's candy. And I love that. Do you are you guys fans of Red Hots? I love Red Hot. Well, you might like this. I like Red Hot, but that does not sound appetizing in a cereal. Mm. Mm. I think mm. I'll have it as a snack. I like the way I'm having my cereal right now. Well, because hold on, Johnny. Yeah. Don't choke. Chew. Chew Break it down. Break it down. Now. And talk. Break it down. The mom coming out of us. All right. Your food. Make sure you swallow. When it when it first hits the tongue, it tastes just like cinnamon toast crunch. And then about three seconds later, the 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 fuego, the the hot hits. And then and it tastes like that red hots or cinnamon disc candy. And then a few seconds after that, the third layer hits. And it start your tongue starts to go numb. Your throat starts to burn. Oh, it's glorious. I love this. It's too early for that. I want some chicken to do that to me, not some cereal. Well, I'm up now. Mm-hmm. Woo! I'm, a, I'm awake now, baby. Now, <laughs> now D-Bart- You have D-Bart-T- more energy than the three of us put together. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> now, D-Bart-T, I got to know, 
you tried Magic Spoon cereal the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Is there any left? And what was your opinion? What was your thought? What was your favorite? There's not any left. <laughs> but I don't eat it for breakfast because I don't eat breakfast. I drink coffee. Um, so it's like a, I usually eat it as like my three o'clock snack or whatever, you know, that midday. Um, what was my favorite? That's a hard one. Are the really chocolate like- ones, right? No. No. Could, yeah, she did chocolate. She I- did s'mores. She did cookies and cream and she did the cinnamon roll. Dang, John. <laughs> I don't remember. At all. I <laughs> I just said chocolate. I was like, I know there was a chocolate one there somewhere. Well, the, the first <laughs> one I finished was the cinnamon one. And then I finished the s'mores and then the cookies and cream and then the chocolate. So I don't know if those were my favorite in order, but that's what I did. <laughs> I was at Target last night. I should have looked for some more. forgot. Yep. Now, did you finish them yourself or did the kids help? I did not share. Absolutely not. I am so proud of you. you cool girl. Thank you. That's right. Boundaries. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. So proud of you. So um, speaking of, of Halloween and um, cereal, you're going to love this, D-Bar-T. You know what's coming out on shelves this week? No. Kellogg's Hocus Pocus 2 Berry Brew Cereal. Okay, I have to have that box to add to my collection, if nothing else. <laughs> yes. So you can have the cereal, I want the box. Mm-hmm. I just want the art right in the front. And the movie comes out September 27th, I want to say, on, <gasps> Dis- on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'm super excited. So my 20th anniversary is on the 28th, and I thought about throwing a Hocus Pocus anniversary theme party kind of thing you should absolutely do that you absolutely should do that it's uh september 23rd it's um a friday yeah so are you excited about hocus pocus 2 oh my gosh absolutely absolutely can't wait and i'm really excited that it comes out right before october so we can watch it the whole month of October. <laughs> now, Melissa, you've not been with us for a month now. What's been going on in your world? What have you been up to? What uh, what fun stuff have you seen, heard, experienced, or or brought into your collectible space? In other words, what's in Melissa's bowl, not just... Literally, but figuratively. The bowl of life. The bo- Ryan, what do you got? What do you got bowling? <laughs> I don't bowl. I don't. I Are you bowling, baby? Up and I throw bowling? the ball and be like, and where's my beer? So, <laughs> I know. Just life, man. So I had a massive band thing last weekend. And then business is, business is growing. So... That's what we've been doing, and then tossing back to school and being a human, and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Prey on Hulu? No, I have not seen Prey, and I've not seen Sandman yet. Even though Sandman's on my list, but I'm going to watch it. But Isaac's schedule has changed, so he's here all the time now, so I don't have any alone time. 
And I feel like eh, I'm going to watch that one before I let the teenager watch it. But we did watch She-Hulk. I have some heavy opinions about that. Um, yeah, and I just finished the last season of Blown Away. Oh, my God, that was so good. Well, so you, so that that's a great transition with She-Hulk. Um, so, D-Barty, before we talked about She-Hulk, I gave you an assignment two weeks ago. To watch the first five minutes of Sandman. Did you? Nope, I did not. But I finished the Orville. <laughs> Wasn't it good? That, you gave me that assignment to you. So I did that. <clears throat> because the first five minutes of Sandman, I was. You got to watch it in the daytime with the lights I was on. out. Well, you gave me that assignment last week. And to finish the Orville. And I was only on like episode five of the Orville. And I made sure to finish that and forgot about Sandman. So that's my fault. Well, here's the good news. The kids are back at school. So maybe you can do some of the homework that I give you now. Um, Like she doesn't run a whole business, okay? I mean. <laughs> Look, D. Marti is, is currently trying to figure out how to get out of jury duty. For all of those of you watching in the chat, give us your best method to avoid jury duty. Hey, look, my kid told me that I would be like the perfect person to do jury <laughs> duty because I watch like all the murder mystery shows and she was like, you would be. And I'm like, okay, I agree with all of that. But sitting through a trial, I don't sit well. Like, I don't, uh, I have a hard time sitting for this show. Like, Ivy knows I don't stop moving. And so, sitting for eight hours, like, I will go absolutely insane. But yeah, Johnny, I, I, want, I want the cameras. Find shows. Sit down on your couch and watch a show. <laughs> I know I panic every time he tells me to watch something. I'm like, but what? That means I have to so, stay still. So, you know what we're going to do then, D? We're going to start doing a weekly watch party where I, you come over to my house. We're going to sit in the rec room and I'm going to sit you down and I'm going to put a camera on you so that <laughs> everyone can see. We will record your real world, real time reactions. And then we just play it on the show. It's going to be like the one she's making right now. Because D won't remember. <laughs> She'll be like, Johnny, that was a week ago. I don't know. How do you expect me to remember anything from a week ago? I got five kids. Oh, I, I can solve that problem. Let's play it right now. Ding. Hey, that might work. I'm down. Problem solved. There um, you go. <laughs> Dave, Dave Mattingly says about the Hocus Pocus 2 cereal, yum, it tastes just like Eye of Newt. <laughs> like from the first. That's hilarious. And then he says, Prey was a very weird sequel to Eat, Love, Prey. That's funny. <laughs> and then this morning. And then Dave says there's a new episode of the Sandman. And um, oh, this is this this is helpful, D. Dave Mattingly says once he avoided jury duty by taking a job <laughs> out of the country. <laughs> Problem solved for you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Where's I'll be uh, in Belize. Canada, here I come. Willow. Save a spot for me on your <laughs> Or, Or you could do the other thing that he experienced. He once got out of jury duty when the day he was scheduled to start is when the courthouse closed due to protests. 
So here's what you do. I could you, go protest doing jury duty. <laughs> and and you can you can post something anonymous anonymously now on social media. Did you guys know this? You can post anonymously now on Facebook. So you could go to some local Nashville Facebook groups, post anonymously some kind of controversy and call for everyone to come protest on the day that you have jury duty. That's absolutely And ridiculous. people will actually people, do it. People yes, they will. People hide behind their computers so much already. Do we have right. to post? I mean, come on. Now they're fake, strong, even without a name. Oh, now I'm a tough guy without a name and a screen. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a tough guy with no picture. What? Mm. I want to see what I'm working with. Right? I want to know <laughs> who I'm insulting. Oh, my God. I, I need I need I need to look at you in order to roast you right properly. So can I just tell you guys that um I finished that bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, uh the Cinefuego. My tongue is numb, my lips are burning, and my throat is like on fire. Yeah, it's a you know, wonderful thing. You know that's Woo! making me think of chicken. Hot chicken. Dave's chicken you. is in New York City now. I know. I know. Like, I'm wondering if you can't take that cereal, blend it up, and use it as like a chicken tender coating. You can, most likely. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. That would. That's that's right where my brain goes. Is I don't want that for breakfast, but I would. I would eat it for a snack all day. Melissa yeah. Stetcher. What? You, you are an amazing, genius. beautiful genius. You are, are a genius. genius. You are an evil genius. I love it. speaking of evil geniuses i went and saw last sunday the league of super pets the uh dc animated movie this ladies and gentlemen is how you make a dc comic book movie it was phenomenal a lot of fun and then i also saw with my son the brad pitt blockbuster bullet train which was awesome and i can't recommend it to anybody that must be it anyway why can't you recommend it because it, it, awesome. it because it was incredibly violent super gory awesome. and vulgar as all get out yeah so out. i can't recommend it to any of my friends because they'll come back to me and they'll say what kind of vile, evil entertainment did you send me in to see in the theater? Right. Yeah. Can't wait. It's Satan, on my list. Satan, get behind me. I clutch my pearls. Mm. Yeah. But it was great. A lot of fun. I highly recommend it. But not to any of my church-going friends. Um, <laughs> or me. I, I'm not into all that either. <laughs> no, I, I've been wanting to see that so bad. Mm-hmm. Give me the gory. So Dave Mattingly says, shake and bake chicken with Fuego Toast Crunch. Ooh, I love this idea. Fuego Toast toast Chicken. Yeah, so here's here's the fun thing about this. Because I knew it came in a small bag. There's only uh, four servings per bag. Um, I, I ordered two. John, so, every time you rattle that bag, my dog over here, she goes, ooh. <laughs> ooh. She thinks you have treats for Oh, my God. Our audio listeners are going to kick you in the throat. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, have that I have that. I forgot what it's called, but, like, 
some sounds drive me up the wall, and that's one of them. Yeah. Crinkling plastic. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that kind of soothes me. For I'm about to leave just... because I'm about to get really angry, like for real. Like for I'm the... about. To... For those those of you who are just listening, I've got the bag of the Cinefuego Toast Crunch, and um, I'm just Donnie being a big brother, annoying us with our things that we don't like. For (laughs) DMG, so bad that my kids will go, "Mom, I'm about to open a bag of chips," and I'm like, "Like I can, I can stand it when you open a bag or whatever, but when like you keep reaching your hand in." Like they all pour their chips out onto a plate because they know I'm gonna kill you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's nothing I can control. Like I literally, there is just there's something inside me that, that it causes rage. <laughs> Speaking of rage, yes. Melissa Stetcher, you watched She-Hulk episode one, and by the way, there is a Ziploc closure on the Cinefuego Toast Crunch. Just saying. That's one reason movies drive me crazy because people sit behind me. Uh, It's part of the experience. No, open up your stuff before the movie starts. Get it prepped and ready to go. Don't be sitting there when Deadpool is about to take a leap off of a bridge. (laughs) Nobody got time for that. (laughs) Well, if you can, if you can hear what's going on around you in a movie theater then the movie theater speaker system is subpar. Or you're watching something be... like A Quiet Place where the whole movie is quiet. Right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Crap. Just One movie out of a thousand. Don't open your stuff. I'm with the girls. You're Not out, true, girl. because when we watched Gravity, it was quiet as well. Yeah. See, that's why you have a tr- hard time sitting still for movies, D. You're watching movies that are quiet and with no sound. You need action. You need adventure. You need the sound blaring so loud with music and sound effects that you are like shocked awake. Johnny. No. This is, yes. D is like, um, no. (laughs) No, no. no. I have to be active and move around. Dr. Johnny has the fix. Yeah, Dr. Johnny thinks he always has the fix. I do. I do. And my life. For like a day, and then you'll be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. I'm dead. How do you even do this?" And then you, you you'll be like, "Oh, D, I'm sorry." Melissa, what did you think of She-Hulk? Tell us. Okay, so I was excited for She-Hulk. I'm like a huge Hulk. I'm really just a huge Mark Ruffalo fan. And when they cast him as Bruce Banner all the years ago, I eked hard. So I could just pinch his face, just. Right. So then when I saw the preview, I was like, yes, he's going to be in it. Because I, I wasn't sure how big of a role he would have when they introduced the whole She-Hulk thing. But here's here is it was good. I enjoyed it. I will continue watching it. But it irks my like it really just pisses me off as a female of she's an adorable lawyer. But why, when she becomes Hulk, all of a sudden she's got more curves than she's supposed to, and she's got longer hair? Bruce Banner does not have, you know, like locks of gold and like all hand <laughs> curves. I will, I will tell you why. They, they are going to reveal that later on in the series. 
and, and this all comes out of the comic book series. I know, I know it's more aligned with the comics. I understand that. But are we well, not to the like concept of our generation and age that we can, you know, take a little liberty of not sexualifying like the comics are how old? And we are where well, in our generation? I mean, my She-Hulk is pretty curvy. Well, uh, okay, so she debuted in 1980. Um, but there's a current series running. Now, here's here's what it is, okay? Here's what it is, Melissa. What you'll find out is that the gamma radiation, the gene that allows them to process that gamma radiation and become a Hulk, actually amplifies what's inside them. And that's what comes out physically. And so, um, and, and that's what you will see through the series. The reason why... Bruce Banner is a rage monster who had to learn how to control it and merge the personalities is because of childhood abuse. And, and they've not addressed that in the films yet, but in the series, they are going to address why Jennifer Walters becomes this gorgeous bombshell. It's because that's what's already, that's like how she sees herself internally from her own desires, her own wishes, her own. And that's how the the transformation manifests. It's individual for person to person. It's based on your own inner self-love or hatred or trauma or loathing or whatever that is. I'm so, just curious to see how it unfolds. I, I don't, I don't love the transition of she looks completely different as she holds. No, I think this uh, that was my thing because I, I saw like a couple of like 20 minutes and I was just like, uh, I kind of don't like how the CGI looks. I feel like they could have done a little bit of a better job. And that's kind of was pushing me off from continue watching it because of this. If it looks weird for me, like I really can't get into it because then I'm focused on like that one thing that's wrong. OK, so we have been spoiled as a movie going and pop culture consuming marketplace. This is not a, a $300 million big budget blockbuster movie. Um, this is a, a weekly television show and they don't have the same budget that the movies have. So the CGI is not going to be as good as it is in a film. And we just have to accept that. But my thing is why are we using CGI for the She-Hulk to begin with? When we have, look, in, in the 1980s, when I was a kid, 1970s and 80s, Lou Ferrigno was the Hulk. It was awesome. And we have, we have women wrestlers and women actors and actresses that could completely be that character without any CGI. That's my thing on that. But I love the show because Dee Barty knows this. She-Hulk is my all-time favorite Marvel character. She even bought me a She-Hulk action figure when we were doing our original show because she knew. Do you still have it? I do. It's it's on display in my office. So aren't you the one that wanted Halle Berry to play She-Hulk for no. years? <laughs> no, not Halle Berry. Catherine Zeta-Jones. She is playing Morticia that. Adams. Yeah, she looks great as Morticia. I know. I'm so excited about that. I love that trailer. 
Hey, we have some more comments. Uh, Keisha Acuff says, hello, beautiful people. Hello, Keisha. Hello. My friend Linda Purs says, good morning. Good morning, Linda. And I got to ask the question of our panelists. Does anyone have new loot? Because part of the Saturday experience when I was a kid was you reached into the cereal box and you dug around for the toy for the prize, and you pulled it out. And this morning, I've got this awesome coffee table book. And um, we're just going to do this so that you guys can see this. This is the art of Lost in Space. Um, it is, let me get rid of this. Uh, all right. It is by artist Juan Ortiz. And basically what he did was he took every episode of the classic TV show Lost in Space, which was one of my all-time favorites, and he made a movie-style poster for that episode. Every, every episode of Lost in Space gets its own movie-style poster, and that's all this book is. And it's gorgeous. It's fantastic. Did you watch the new one? I have not. And and the I reason did. did you really? Did you like yep. it? Yep. See, everyone tells me I need to watch it because I'm a fan of the original, but that's why I don't want to watch it, is because I'm a fan of the original. The, the original Lost in Space was my everyday after school show. Yeah. I rushed home every day to watch Lost in Space. No, I get that. I, I never did that, so I have a fresh perspective. But I, I, I mean, it, it didn't bore me. I understood it, and it wasn't corny. So. And Dave Mattingly says, "Nice-looking Lost in Space book. It's very cool, and it's available at Ollie's for four dollars and ninety-nine cents. Five bucks. Go grab it." Um, and Dave Mattingly also says the new Lost in Space is quite good, DBRT. All right. So what else do you guys have? Who wants to go first? D. Okay. Ivy Roman, Ivy's what do you got? something out, so let's go. <laughs> does she not You're on mute. You. You're on mute, Ivy. So I have this awesome gadget here that I can connect to my tripod. And when I record my content... Um, it follows me and tracks me and it has a remote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it work? It does work, but I bought one and I broke it on the fourth day, so I had to rebuy it. Whoops. So yeah, so um luckily I had uh some birthday money. <laughs> that was so it comes with the remote, so I'm able to like record and hit pause, zoom in and all this awesome stuff. Yes. That's but, cool. I'm really excited to take it to DR when I go on vacation in September because I want some awesome landscape action shots. So Dave Mattingly says that Ivy turned her camera into a stalker. <laughs> I did. I did. I didn't have I didn't I don't have one. So I turn, you know, I, I could control this one. I could put it away <laughs> when it needs to. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is awesome. Who else has some new loot? I do. <gasps> DMRT, what do you got? Okay. 
So do you remember when I told you that I was going to order this little snack bowl off yes. of the back of the cereal box? Yes, I remember. Because if you bought three boxes of Cheerios, which this is my son's favorite, so I buy all of this, and you send in the receipt, they give you, they send you a bowl. So that bowl came in, and that bowl is like steel. <laughs> like it's why does it look like a dog bowl first? I know, that's what I thought. It looks like a dog bowl, but... Yeah. And is, is that, like, super airtight? Does it yeah. seal really well? Yeah. I love that. I want one. Hi, Blinky. You can't... You didn't collect the cereal, Johnny. You didn't get the Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> it's because, you know... You can't... You know, I don't eat Cheerios. Uh, Cheerios. I don't eat Cheerios because I like my cereal to taste like something other than paper. It's my poochie. Look at this sweet girl. Oh. Okay, so I have something else. Okay. We get a so, twofer. <gasps> I got this guy to add to my collection. Ooh. My Mandalorian collection. Um, but okay, I have one more thing. I'm. Super wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. Stop. Okay. Sorry. Right there. Sorry. Sorry. Where did you find the Cobb Vanth? Uh, five below. <laughs> hey, Shut y'all. Up. I gotta go. I gotta. <laughs> I, I, I gotta, gotta. I gotta go to Five Below real quick. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> That's an awesome find in the okay, most random place. I know, but I'm really excited about this next one. So you guys know that I loved Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Okay. So I found. Maya Lopez. Okay, yeah. Well, you'll be excited to know they have a series coming out just about her called Echo. Well, I was super excited about this because I also found it at Five Below. And I was like, I must have that. Yeah, I think I'm making a a trip to Five Below on the way to the lake today. Yeah, (laughs) I think I'm doing that too on the way to the beach. Melissa, you you got anything? Melissa, do you love me more now? Girl, I loved you anyway. Just feel like I'm rubbing a little off on you. Just like, yeah, you are. I think about you every time I see the pops. I'm like, Melissa would be so proud. <laughs> it's funny. My parents will travel and mom will send me pictures. She's like, is this those box things you need? And do you need this one? I'm like, no, no, I don't need a random thing you found at the Cracker Barrel. So, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know what I've gotten since, since last time I was here. I got some new books. And I got some new Legos, but those are still being built. So, yes. You so. have an unboxing thing on your Instagram. So if y'all want to check out Melissa's new loot, go on her Instagram. She has a whole video on that. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I do feature a lot of my, because I, I organize all my collections by, like, they have their own zone. So, like, all of these are just my Harry Potter pops. Mm-hmm. So then I have a zone for my Harry Potter Legos, my Fantastic Beast Pops, my Game Pops. All my Disney stuff is in in the same room. So it's all, yeah. And that's what I share. I want Ghostbuster Pops. That would be oh, fun. Be I've, seen some, I've seen a couple. I, that's what I want. It's my next thing I want to get. I know what I'm getting D for Christmas, and I know where I can get it. All right. Woo-hoo. So I'm super. Oh, yeah, you and I were there when we saw those, weren't we? And I was like, I love those. I remember. Well, there's a there's a place near me. Um, well, yeah, White House Toys or, or um, 
Hitchhiker. I'm sorry, Hitchhiker Toys in White House. They have some, but also Dragonfly Comics and Connect Collectibles in White House has the most extensive pops collection I've ever seen. Oh. It, any retail store. It's what they specialize in. So okay. if you see, so there's there's a there's a bell pop I haven't been able to find in person yet. And it's her on the floor with the dress spread out. She's got books around her. I can't find that one yet. But if you see it, let me know. Grab it. And then I will pay, for, pay, pay you for it. All right. If I see that, I would well, remind me. Text me. Well, Comic-Con is two months away in New York City. And I'm super excited because Boss Logic, um, one of my favorite artists that uh, does every Marvel or DC art, Go to his Instagram. He's amazing. He's going to be there. And I'm not a fan of getting on lines for anything but a bathroom. And I'm super, super hyped because he's going to be there. My boy Steve from Blue's Clues is going to be there. <laughs> oh, John, you have to get us a booth. Well, okay. So I tried. I know. I, look, I it's tried difficult. to get us um, some media passes. Um, the, getting a booth there is several thousand dollars and now ivy tickets are sold out i can't even get a ticket that's why you always get the ticket first and then if you get the pass you sell the ticket or you give the ticket to well, a family member but- that's a whole nother story but <laughs> i asked everyone a question among our group and online what is your what was your favorite Saturday morning show. And you all responded with uh, some fun stuff. And for those of you who are watching in the audience, share your favorite Saturday morning show, whether it was a cartoon or a live action show or, you know, wide world of sports, whatever it is, we want to know. Join the conversation. But who said Snorks was their favorite? One of their favorites. That was Melissa. Melissa, I've never seen Snorks, believe it or not. So I remember that. Tell us what it was about. That was so this was in the lines of like the gummy bears where you just have kind of like exciting cartoony characters in their own world. I felt like it was kind of like Smurfs. You know how like the Smurfs would randomly go on their own adventures or they would do this thing. That was that was kind of that, but in a in a more of a water world setting in my brain but that was you know a couple of years ago that i watched these <laughs> yeah snorks came out in the late 80s or, or the mid 80s i want to say um along with uh disney's gummy bears now was that who was that you also melissa they're bouncing here and there and everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that the theme song? The gummy bears, the gummy mm-hmm. bears, they're bouncing here and everywhere. No, that was a, that was the Bugaloos, Sid and Marty Croft, nineteen seventy two. But um, I I don't remember the gummy bears. See, I wasn't into the the these kind of cute animal shows. Was 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 this like? Were they actual gummy bears, or did they just live in the black forest? John, not to not to make you feel bad or anything, but you were a little bit older when these came out. These were more kid ish. Like Melissa and I were 
very small when these came out, and that's what we watched because. And I was... wasn't even thought of yet, so. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> but but who who sent me the gummy bears who was that melissa okay so melissa t- tell us about the gummy bears yep. what did you like about it what was mm-hmm. what's the deal with the gummy bears i don't know i just remember watching the gummy bears i remember the like i remember watching it but i can't tell you more i know the guy in the green hats my like spirit grumpy one <laughs> Wait, the green hat. Oh, oh, the, that one. Okay. Yeah. And then the little one next to him is like the friendly. So if you merge the little one, the little blonde with the person in the green hat, you now have me in a cartoon form. That's so cute. I remember this, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. I just remember, I remember it. Mm hmm. That, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I never seen the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. Again, Ivy, nobody else. <laughs> Johnny's like, what do you There's remember four of watching? Us. Four of us. <laughs> I remember watching it. That's about all I've got. Like, <laughs> are we supposed to remember what we watch as kids? I think it's just information overload. Well, I know. I, when he asked me that question, I had to look out cartoons from the '90s because I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. So, so who was the Care Bears fan? All of us. Yeah, I loved Care Bears. So, so I remember watching Care Bears. Um, I remember that the the little red one with the heart, she like shot heart shaped light out of her chest. Wasn't Rainbow Bright a thing then too? Yes. Yes. Because yes. I had a Care Bear and a Rainbow Bright doll. I remember that. Yeah, but I was not into these, you know, cute animal cartoons. Really, I did watch. Care Bears because it came on like in between two of the shows that I really did love. Well, you're also a dude. Right, right. right. But I did watch one of Ivy's favorites. And a manomaniacs. And there's Zany to the max. Just sit back and relax. You'll laugh till you collapse. We're animaniacs. Yeah, that was my favorite, you guys. I can't tell you I remember anything in detail, but the silliness, the craziness, the sassiness, all me. The show made me. Yeah, I watched (laughs) that, but I never really, I mean, from time to time, but I never really watched it. It it never captivated me. Plus, I'm pretty sure it was on cable, and I didn't have cable. Yeah, it was was actually a daily show. It wasn't a Saturday morning show. It might have started out Saturday mornings, but I watched it every morning when I was getting ready for school um, when I was a sophomore in college. Meet Pinky and the brain. They want to rule the universe. Good feathers flock together. Mm-hmm. So I believe wax them with her purse. My okay, favorite. Pinky and the brain, they went off and did their own show that my they kids did. Mm-hmm. They did. And they came back last year on Hulu with brand new episodes of the Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain with the original cast, the original writers, the original director, original animators, everything. Um, so if you haven't seen the new series, you really should. Hey, look, Sandra posted a comment that said Garfield and Friends. Man, I love that show. I That was one of mine, too, Garfield and Friends. That was. I remember Garfield and Friends, yeah. I was I... actually going to tell you that one instead of what I told you, but I was like, meh. Well, so D. Barty said her favorite Saturday morning show was 
the Smurfs. Tra la 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 la. I love the Smurfs. Who who was your favorite Smurf? Papa Smurf. Really? Yep. Why why was Papa Smurf your favorite? Do you know or just? Because? I have no idea. I, that's all I know. <laughs> I did. I was a child. I can tell you. See, I would have thought that you were a sucker for Smurfette because you look like Smurfette <laughs> with the blonde hair and, you know, super cuteness. And... Oh, thanks. See, I, I technically, I watched the Smurfs because it was on between Spider-Man and his amazing friends and Thundar the Barbarian. So I kind of had to watch it. But my parents really did not approve of the Smurfs. What? <laughs> I grew up in an ultra-conservative Assemblies of God, you know, very evangelical, Orthodox Christian house. And the Smurfs were demonic communists. Okay. Wow. Yeah, they, they, were, they were conjured by an evil wizard through sorcery and witchcraft. And then they lived in a commune where they, they had to share everything. And there was no, uh, you know, there was no currency. Everything was done by barter. They were communists. So they were obviously evil. So who was the, the Gargamel or whatever his name was? That was yeah, that Gargamel thing? was the evil wizard who conjured the demons that were the Smurfs. And, and not only were they demonic communists, they were... Now... Uh, this is going to be offensive to some people watching, but this was just the 80s and what my parents believed. They were demonic, communist, homosexuals. What? Who are you be talking about? The Smurfs. Smurfs. The Smurfs. Because in that circle, in that evangelical circle, there were 99 boys, but only one girl and no babies. So they were like, Obviously, they're all a bunch of homosexuals. That's how they said it back then. Well, you know, I mean, I was a child. I, none of that Smurfs. rubbed off on me. So <laughs> there, there's there's the depth of my childhood right there. And all of a sudden, Melissa's like, I think I understand Johnny's trauma. I don't get. Oh, a no, I don't even that. try to. No, no, no. When people read into stuff like that, I, I just I don't know. Well, see, uh, I don't anymore. You know, today I'm like, you know what? Some things are just what they are because that's what they are. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's a hidden message behind every single thing. I mean, come on. I oh, watched like Rainbow Bruce. Bright. Yes. Rainbow, Rainbow Bright. Bright. Did you Rainbow. watch Fraggle Rock? But Fraggle I'm not Rock? a lesbian. <laughs> like, come on. Wait, was Rainbow Bright a lesbian? I don't know. I don't remember what? the guys there. I mean, join her in the bedroom. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it. it... <laughs> what? It doesn't it rub off on me like, like that. Like people think. That's that's. I'm with Dave. Like it was entertainment for kids. Get out of your own way. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Now, um, my favorite show. I, I struggled with this because I was like, is it super friends? Is it Spider-Man and his amazing friends? Is it hero high? Is it mighty Orbots? Is it adventures of Waldo Thundercats. Kitty? Thundercat. Yeah. All of that. I, I mean, and it, for me right now today, it depends on the day, but the one constant 
that I could not wait to tune into was just for you, Ivy Roman and DBRT. Superhost. Oh. <laughs> I love this guy. Oh man. Okay, no. I'm, a, I'm awake now. Now, truly, <laughs> truly, I, I did watch Superhost every Saturday, but the show that got me up in the morning was W NWA World Championship Wrestling. And this is back in the day when we had Ric Flair, Sting versus the Great Muda. And who could forget? The Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, baby. Oh, my God. That's the so boy bad. from New York City. And back in those days, NWA Wrestling, you had the greatest feuds of all time. Magnum TA versus Nikita Koloff. And uh, and D's like, I hate wrestling. Let's not talk <laughs> about it. Um, but it's true. And this feud with Sting and the Great Muda, oh my gosh, classic, yeah. epic. And you, I, I asked the question online, Ivy Roman, what if in the early '80s, instead of the WWF, Hulk Hogan was over at the NWA World Championship Wrestling? How would wrestling be different today? I have his autograph. Squirrel. Uh, I mean, WWF would have picked him up eventually. It would have just been another federation on his belt. That's about it. That's you, how I see it. Do you think the product at NWA would have been different? I think he would have been a he would have had a lot more control what he could do and experiment with compared to the persona that he was that was written for him. All right. Do you think Flair and Sting would have become the stars that they became if Hogan had been there? Uh, absolutely not, because each each wrestler stands on their own. They each of them have their own legacy. And for me, growing up, I saw I saw them in WCW. So that was where you know they came alive for me, and I just followed Woo! them wherever they went. Dbrt, what? There you go. <laughs> this is what I would be like on a jury. It would be really bad. <laughs> so, so if I said to yeah, so if I said uh, Dbrt, the the prosecution would like to submit the boogie woogie man Jimmy Valiant oh. as Exhibit A of why NWA wrestling was the superior wrestling promotion in the 1980s. How do you rule Miss Foreman? She didn't hear a word I said. <laughs> Who was the person on the, well, it was my left side. He's like the, with the big hair and the red robe thing. Who was that person? Here? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't remember. I've been trying to. I, I like each time it comes up. I'm trying to remember. But... It was. It was one of Jimmy Valiant's girls. Um, that's a girl. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it looks yeah. like little Richard. That's why I'm like, yeah, get it. Oh wait, no. <laughs> Maybe it was. He was always surrounded by several women, mm. and he he had this big fuzzy beard. Um, and bald head and he was all tattooed and 
just crazy wide-eyed, you know, crazy-eyed brawler. My type from, of guy. He was, ooh-ah, cuckoo kitty. Tell us about the boy from New York City. That was his entrance music. I like the bald head and tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> kind of my thing. Really? Mm-hmm. You hmm. trying to get tatted up, Johnny? You you halfway there, baby? <laughs> yeah. Now I, now now I got to get a sleeve. That's By our powers be. combined, John. Oh yeah. You love us. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, you want to see something funny? So. I always wonder what I would look like as with a sleeve, right? So I ordered these fake sleeves online because I, I have like, some. I was like, let me just see what it looks like. And I have half of it left because apparently you're supposed to like shave your arm first. And I didn't. And it hurt really, really bad pulling my arm here. So, but anyway. That's what I look like. With well, well here, wait, wait. Show, show that again. I no, wanna... because it, it it doesn't look good. And I well, no, but I still want to see it. Mm, but it doesn't look good. Blank. You're you're so afraid of. Blank. Look, what, it, looks, what it, it looks real. What is it? <laughs> it's a lion. No, it's a tiger and some flowers and stuff. All right. But I did like one a... on both arms, and this one's really coming off really bad. But. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's I would fantastic. Work. I'll do it again next week. Do okay. The whole arm. All I'm right. Not my arm well, so <laughs> so if you like it, will you go get a tattoo for real? Well, yeah. I don't like it though. I can't pull it off. It doesn't look good on me. I don't know. I think I, mean, I, think I have five tattoos already. What does it matter? <laughs> I can get more. <laughs> Therapy. Wait, you have five? I have five. Where? Yeah, I have, I have five too. I actually have one under this one. You just didn't see it. And she put a fake tattoo on top of her real tattoo. I love I you, did. D. I love you. You're the best. <laughs> but it's awesome. only like this big. So, you know, you can't see it. It's fine. That's cute. That's I so have cute. one on my stomach, one on each hip, and one on my back. John Cook just uh, answered our question. Bugs Bunny and Daffy Show was his favorite. I do, however, remember Jimmy Garvin, Hands of Stone, Jimmy Garvin, and uh, the wrestling shows, uh, Sans, WWE, WWF from back in the day. For us, it was AWA, yep, WCCW in Texas. That's where the Von Erics came from. Mm-hmm. And the old NWA, which is my favorite. And, and see... NWA World Championship Wrestling came out of Atlanta on the WTBS Superstation. But in my hometown, it was syndicated and it aired Saturday mornings on Channel 43 WUAB. And right after pro wrestling, right after the NWA, we got Superhost. We're going to watch some Stooges in a Godzilla movie. I did love the Stooges. What did you like about the three Stooges, Melissa? They were okay being weird and kind of dumb. They were very secure in their own skin. Yeah. Like, I love a goofy, graceful, screw, let's just do this. Type of, I like that. I do. They were maybe the most talented people in Hollywood at the time. I also and, loved She-Ra. 
Now I'm thinking about it. Well, and oh, Shemp. Shemp is what Sandra Noel is saying. Shemp from the uh, Three Stooges. He uh, he was the original brother. He he was, you know, Larry and Mo were brothers, and Curly was, you know, the, the third guy, but Shemp was their real brother. And um, he uh, came in and out of the show. So. Did you watch the Three Stooges, D-Barty? No. Ivy? I did. I watched a couple with my dad here and there. And I just loved how silly they can just be and just kind of be in their own world and not really care. I think Nathan would love the Three Stooges. You need to like just sit him in front of the TV and let him absorb all of their awesomeness. I so think- here's the thing that you need to understand about Nathan. He has my can't sit still disease. He, will, he will love the Three Stooges. Like he, like I can't even take him to the movie theater. We went and watched. I, I've taken him several, several, but the only one that he actually sat through was Buzz Lightyear. Like he won't, he won't, he won't. That's because he's five. That's because no, he, no, no, he won't. No, he won't. <laughs> He he gets he he gets bored after a while. Dave Mattingly says the Stooges. Hello, 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 hello. 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 Oh, that was pretty good. Not rehearsed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, actually, guys, we are at the top of the hour. Time to call it a morning. And uh, for those of you who are watching that did not get to comment live, continue to comment down below. Uh, we are being seen for the first time ever live on LinkedIn as well as YouTube and Facebook. Wait, so, wait, you mean my job actually is going to, ooh, don't tag me on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, I have personally have uh, over 3,000 followers on LinkedIn. I have oh, no well, idea me. who they are or <laughs> where they come from. I have no idea how I got them, but a consultant of ours said, Johnny. You're not utilizing this network at all. Why? And so we, we're going to try it this morning, and we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see if it yields any results, and if not, we will ditch it, you know, whatever. But um, for those of you watching and you didn't get to comment live, continue to post comments. If you like the show, make sure you tell two, 300 of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. Share it, like it, comment And also visit our sponsors, The Murdering Crows. You can pick up their album, Four Bad Crows, at Amazon, Google, or Apple Music. They did our theme song and uh, do a phenomenal job. That record is awesome, so check that out. While you're surfing the internet, check out my books on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Night Reich, Tales of the Decoverse, Night Reich, One Night at the Roxy, and The League of Impossibilists. Um, That would be super cool. And um, we want to thank our super fans. You've seen Dave Mattingly already this morning, Sharice Collins, Cindy Kep, Brian Huff, Dave Manginelli, Crystal Raven-Jones, Eli Cash, and you too could have your name in lights. Uh, we need your support, guys. Um, so go to buymeacoffee.com slash CerealBoxPod. That helps us produce more great content for you. And if you hate our show, donate even more generously to help us improve it just for you. So um, 
Melissa, I feel like I need to ask if you have any final thoughts. <laughs> so by the end of the year, I might be joining that book list you're on. Yeah. Book list. Oh, yep. oh. So I'm, I'm blessed to be part of a group where I'll be like a collaborating author for a chapter of a book. And then the first hopeful simplicity book, ideally, oh. I can keep hustling, will be out by the end of the year. That's awesome. So I might I'm send you graphics that. on that. I'm super excited Go, to hear that. And where where can people follow, find, and support you? All things Hopeful Simplicity. And if you really love hanging out with me, you can join me the first and third Saturday of every month as we work together through your small spaces. That is phenomenal. DBRT, where can people follow, find, and support you? DBRTphoto.com. DBRTphoto on all the platforms. That's me. Oh! <laughs> Why did I get scared? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this broadcast quality broadcast is brought to you with no rehearsal. Can you tell? Um, Ivy Roman, where can people follow, find, and support you? You can find me on Instagram. Click the link in my bio for wellness products self-care and check out my podcast too healing with ivy comes out once a month boop, 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 boop. so you guys i have something exciting happening this week Ooh, both exciting tell. and terrifying Demon. so so i um for years and years i had been working on a one-man show originally called anonymous confessions from the lunatic fringe and I pre presented it at a couple of theaters, a couple of fringe festivals to moderate success. Well, when we started this podcast and I started, you know, kind of reinvesting into the fun of the Saturday experience of my youth, that show got tweaked in my mind. And this Friday, this Thursday night, I am in. I am launching a new one-man show inspired by this podcast called Back of the Cereal Box, Adulting is Hard. And it is basically a one-man show that examines what happens when a middle-aged guy, Johnny, finds himself single and seeing life through the lens of cartoons, comics, and the back of the cereal box. I like how you kind of cut me out of that picture. Cut my face out, anyway. You still have my boobs and my arm in there, but you cut my face off. <laughs> the well, money the money is there, honey. The money is there. Listen, he's going to have to pay you for this one-man show if he put the face, too. Well, this is why it's a one-man show. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, Johnny. I hope you, I hope you see. Well, How is it a one-man show? What are you doing? Is it going to be like a comedy show? Is it going to be a magic show? What, what is this about? It's yes. a contemplation. It's a contemplation no, that you need no, to get there. No, so it, I can't tell you the, the whole story because you want to have a reason to come see it, but it starts on a Saturday morning and, and you know, there's magic, there's juggling, and uh, there's... Uh, there's a uh, cool uh, stuff with comic books and toys. And there is a story about um, Johnny getting fired from his job because he didn't show up 
and um, the opportunity that happens when I'm at home to take a, a random phone call from a Broadway producer. So is this like a play? Yeah. Okay. It's a one-man play. Very it's ambitious. Amazing. Amazing. I love it. Johnny, don't say anymore. People, buy some tickets. Yeah, but I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Don't, I've never done any, I've never done anything this ambitious in my life. So y'all say a little prayer. And if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, come out and see uh, Adulting is Hard at Playhouse 615. I might come see you, John. Well, if you come, then you're going to be in the show. What? There is a part for you, D. Barty. I just knew that you wouldn't be available for rehearsal or to do all of the shows. It was originally scheduled for a two-week run, but I cut it um, because Labor Day weekend is part of that run. So, mm, And you wouldn't have been call. available Labor Day, would you? Um, actually, I don't have anything planned. I don't have anything planned the next couple of weekends. Well, I just booked a photo shoot while we're sitting here on the show. I take that back. But on the 28th. But other than that, I don't. I, I'm taking a little break because I've been. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe come, we'll have you come out and be in the show. You could be the cute delivery girl from the UPS. I mean, well, she is cute, so yes. she got the part. Yes. <laughs> All right, we'll talk. I just didn't think you would be available to do it. So anyway, um, that is what's going on with me. You can get tickets at johnpica.com and follow, find, and support me there. And um, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks so much for being with us. All of you uh, who are commenting, continue to do so. Do so. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell two, three hundred of your closest friends and family to come share the fun. And until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the back of the cereal box. Woo! Bye, y'all. <laughs>